Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yo, welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ of the nations, yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday, super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wave list to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show the same way, man, by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for listening to the bar, tuning into the bar, telling your friends and family about the bar. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And like I do every week, I bring in awesome guests. This brother uh, actually has been on here before, but you hadn't heard the episode. But I, I know he was going to let me keep that a secret, but I, y'all know how transparent I am. I don't mind showing my flaws, and my, my, my shortcomings, um, but I have on none other than my brother, Paul, man. How you doing? Dwayne, it's great to be back with you again, man. Uh, little does our audience know that I was with you a year ago. So yeah. uh, spill the beans, man. Spill the beans. Yeah. Listen, Paul, I promise. Like, I I literally, like, thought that this episode got published. Like, I remember. <laughs> here, here, let me tell you how far I in my head, I remember looking up the Compelled logo. I remember doing that. Like, so it's. It's partially somewhere like <laughs> I remember that step because I remember looking that up and I was like, OK, I'm going to use their logo because it is green. And it, I was I was there, bro. Like, I don't understand where we missed it. But nevertheless, God, God is sovereign and everything That's is right. for a purpose. Everything is for a reason. And uh, maybe maybe they want supposed to hear you last year. They're supposed to hear you this year. Who knows? Who knows? It's so, true, man. It's true. God may yeah. have just reached down and zapped that audio <laughs> file and like hit delete on your computer while you're gone. Or, you know, I was thinking like maybe it's Jeff Bezos or the uh, deep state. You know, maybe they're like, oh, this is such a good interview. Can't let Christians hear this one now. You know, right. Right. Yeah. So, so it was we got to repeat it. Or Bezos. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it, bro. Well, listen, man. For those that don't know who you are, man, introduce yourself. Uh, tell a little bit about what you got going on, man, and we'll we'll deep dive into that right after. Thanks, Dwayne. So I am Paul Hastings. I am the producer and creator of the Compelled Podcast, and our show is we take uh, really amazing stories from people around the globe who have been transformed by Jesus Christ, and we take their stories, we let them tell their story, but then we edit it down into a condensed. Uh, fallible story. Uh, we add sound effects and music and narration, and we really bring those stories out to life. And I'll share with your audience a couple examples as we uh, get through the interview here. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, bro. You, you, it's, I, I've listened to a couple of them, man. And, um, it's almost like a, uh, I mean, kind of like an audio documentary kind of thing. Um, you, you feel the vibe and the, and you know, you, you get the, you kind of paint the picture and, you know, with, with the audio. I love that, man. Like that's something that I've always been fond of being able to create that. Um, and to see somebody do it on the Christian side is always amazing, man. So, um, Let's give us some genesis, man. Tell us what got you to the point to actually do that podcast. Like what, 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 what led yeah. you to that? Yeah, great question. So in 2018, so this is five years ago, uh, I was newly married. I, I, I think I'd been married for two years and my wife and I, we had our first child and I had a job working in the political sector in Texas. I was just doing politics and I was really burned out by it. I've been doing that for about 10 years. And so my wife and I began praying and asking God, like, hey, what are other things that, you know, that I might be gifted with? What are other things that maybe I could do that are not politics anymore? And through a variety of circumstances, my wife and I realized one day we just looked up and we're like, oh, my goodness, we just we just have a lot of friends of ours, like personal friends of ours that have these really crazy stories of what God has done and how he's transformed their life. And here's a couple of examples. I'll give you one of them. This is a lady that I just knew growing up from my high school years. And she was this older lady, and she used to be an abortion clinic owner. She owned three clinics in the Dallas area back just after Roe versus Wade, actually, so back in the 1970s. And she owned three clinics, and she was responsible for profiting off of 30,000 abortions. Wow. And the whole time she was doing that, she thought of herself as a Bible-believing Christian. Wow. She went to church faithfully. She tithed 10% of every dollar she made on her abortions. She kept a Bible at her clinic. And every morning she'd wake up and pray to God, say, dear Jesus, please don't let any women die in my clinics today. Mm. I mean, this is crazy, right? So messed up. And so finally, and I'm going to tell you the whole story, how it happened. Cause you got it. Your listeners got to tune into her story. Her name right, is Carol right. Everett, episode number three. But finally, God got a hold of her through a crazy circumstance and now has completely flipped the script. Carol's now in her 70s and she is fighting against abortion every day, every waking moment. She's been doing that now for the last 20 years. And if you talk to her, you would have no clue that's who she is. You would have no wow. idea. She's just this random lady who lives in Texas, man. And, uh, and it was just a friend of ours that we had. I was like, Wow someone needs to share her story this is crazy and so uh so that's how we ended up making the podcast but just finding friends of ours that had amazing stories that no one had heard or maybe some people had heard but like we just wanted to retell it again so that's how we got started doing this the show i love it man i love it um and that you know i i got i guess it's similar somewhat similar on my side you know people always asking me about the network that I created. Um, but most of the network were friends that I had, you know, that yeah. you know, had gifts and talents. And, um, and, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, we can't all be on one podcast. Let's create separate, you know, one. So that that's super yeah. cool, man. Just, just to talk about that. So, um, that's an amazing story. Um, and I remember you telling me about that the first time, what is another, uh, one that kind of stands out, uh, kind of a teaser. We, we're giving all the teasers here, man, so we can get people yeah. uh, listening and subscribe. Yeah, that, that's a good one, man. And actually, uh, I, I guess no one can really see what I'm holding up here, but I make these little episode cards to help me remember some of our nice. stories, actually. And so this is my friend, Yusuf Agoro. He lives here in Austin. 
And I don't think I had done his story yet when I did the interview with you last year. So this is a new one. It should be a new Exclusive. one. Exclusive. <laughs> That's right, man. And so Yusuf's a young guy. He's my age. He's like 33, lives in Austin. But so he grew up and he was, uh, his family were devout Muslims in Houston, Texas. So, mm. you know, they weren't like, oh, you know, like into, you know, extremism and violence and war. Like that wasn't their thing. They were just kind of like that as you would think like a, a, a nominal Christian family in America, mm-hmm. well, they were sort of a more than nominal Muslim family in America, but that, you know, they were pretty devout. Right. And so like, um, so he would go to the mosque, you know, every single week and he would do his prayers, wash five times a day, pray five times a day. He would, you know, have plans to make a journey, a pilgrimage, all these different things. And it was really interesting. It was a friend of his, a skateboard friend of his who became a Christian And started sharing the gospel with him. And it was like through a really deep friendship that they had had over Mm. many years. And they would have debates and discussions and things like that. And Yusuf, like, he would always get hung up on that, on the idea that, like, but why did Jesus have to die? I don't Mm. get that, right? Like, and he understood, like, he understood all this stuff. And his friend, the skateboard friend, was really trying to get into apologetics. And they're just teenagers, you know? Mm -hmm. And so finally, finally. Uh, his his skateboard friend tricks him one day and is like, hey, man, I've got this movie we're going to watch. It's called The Passion. You want to come mm. watch it? Oh, sure. Cool, man. And so Yusuf has absolutely no idea what this movie is, right? So they watch The Passion of the Christ. It's rated R for extreme gore and violence, right? And so like Yusuf's just kind of like, this is disturbing. This is really gross. And he was just kind of basically turned off by it. Mm. And at that moment, he just decided, okay, I've watched this whole movie about why Jesus had to die. I've seen it depicted. It doesn't resonate with me. I just don't think this is real. It's not for me. And at that point, he just completely wrote Christianity off. Wow. Two years passed. And of course, his skateboard friend is just like really sad. Like, oh, oh man, like I pulled all the stops and Yusuf doesn't (laughs) believe, you know, whatever. So his friend goes on to Bible college. Yusuf is now a senior in high school. And one night, he's this is like two years later. One night he's at his home. It's like 1 a.m. in the morning. He logs off of Facebook. And he's just walking through his house, like with his parents, you know, everyone's asleep. He's walking back to his room in his house. And suddenly as he's in the hallway, he has this weird experience. Like it's pitch black, but he sort of thinks like, it's, it's weird. It's like, did God, just, did God just say something? Mm. And it's like, what? And it's really weird. It's what? And, and it's it's and it's not like this audible voice of God, but like suddenly out of nowhere, two years ago, suddenly all this stuff just flashes back through his brain about the movie and about his family and about and it's almost as though he almost like it's like he feels as though God is saying like I would have died for your family in the death that you saw in that movie, but would you die for them? And it's this moment where he's like, whoa, well, no, I, I don't think I would. And it's just, and that is the genesis mm. of this little journey of where he that begins exploring Christianity behind his family's back. Wow. Eventually does become a Christian, but then keeps it a secret from his family. And I'm not going to tell you the rest. Okay. Right, right. But that's, that's the, right <laughs> again, just a great story. Y- young guy, young, young dude. Yeah. And just his journey of faith. And it's not this crazy, like, oh, he had a vision or whatever, but it's just like, you know, God using a movie. And it just kind of mm. flashes their brain like two years later. It was it was really cool, man. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. See, that's that's really cool, man. And I really think my listeners are gonna 
uh, enjoy uh, hearing these amazing stories, man. Um, so uh, I, I think you mentioned that you do it kind of uh, by seasons. Yep. Um, yep. So what what season are we we in? What do you have already recorded? And what 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 are some of the things you're you're working towards? Great question. So, hey, and just to be upfront with everybody, I am just like you, Dwayne. Like, I don't work on this full time. I have a full time job that I do, yeah. like behind the scenes. Like, I'm a business, you know, consultant, and I'm working with companies that like cut lawns and you know mow the grass. Uh, one of my clients I work with is like a big window washing company. I mean, yeah. You know, so, like, I'm normally not even focused on the podcast. Like, most of the year, I'm working on stuff that's like totally not related to testimonies of Christianity right. at all. Just straight corporate America. Right. Uh, but you know, this is a passion of mine, you know? And so like, normally what happens is like, I try to go find these stories. And when I find a great story, I'll put it on my spreadsheet. And then I'll just like hope like someday I'll travel through that person's area where they live. Cause all of our interviews we record in person. Nice. So normally when I'm going to go on a family vacation where I'm going to travel for work, I'm pulling up that spreadsheet to say, Hey, who, who lives in the area that's on my spreadsheet? Cause maybe I'll try to record them. So uh, this last year, I actually ended up doing a lot of travel for work. We ended up going through Florida and Colorado and Illinois, and that was just for work. Uh, but I did a lot of interviews while I was on the road. And so I've got a whole bunch of really cool interviews coming up. One of them, one of them that I will just give you a really quick preview on. Uh, and it's this guy named Greg Steer, grew up on the streets of Denver in the really bad part. I think it was the south side of town. And his uncles were all bodybuilding uh mafia wannabes so mm. they weren't in the mob but they basically could have been so they were mm -hmm. extremely violent get like the police all knew them by name they were constantly in trouble and these were his uncles that he regarded as like you know marvel superheroes because they were right. so insanely strong it was like a genetic trait that they had and all of these uncles just incredibly violent men uh, did really terrible things to Greg and to other people as well. But it was like this really twisted family dynamic also where mm -hmm. like they're loyal to the family, just like in the mob, right? Right. And so it, anyways, one of his uncles, one of his uncles becomes a Christian and it just blows everyone else in the family away. Like, what? You know, like so-and-so is now a religious freak. And this guy was a religious freak. Like, so he was a bodybuilding thug, now a Christian. And so he would go to like the sauna and try to like, you know, he'd be like, you know, building on weight and he'd be trying to witness to other guys in the sauna and he'd be mm -hmm. cussing at them because they wouldn't believe in jesus and so he'd be cussing <laughs> at them and threatening to you know knock their block off if they didn't pay attention right. they had to say you know because these guys are just really raw and everything anyway that's that's the world that greg grew up in and so he tells his story like growing up in this mob boss family that's now turned into christians uh, mm -hmm. and his own experiences and today greg's an evangelist and so he travels around the country sharing the gospel of jesus with teenagers uh wow. that are you know obviously very impressionable yeah just a really cool story that he's got um and then one other story i said i told you i'd tell you only one story i'll tell you one more story one more story that's coming up in this season and this one's really cool and this might be the season finale so like uh. this is a preview no one else is going to hear about it's this lady <laughs> named named barbara and Barbara was in the military. She was, I think she was, I, I don't know what position she had. She was like a private or something. Anyways, she ended up having an affair with her commanding officer. Mm. Um, and like, and she was like totally, you know, like she, she, she was totally fine with it. Like it didn't bother her conscience at all. And she actually got her commanding officer to abandon his wife mm. and marry, divorce his wife and marry her. Like he did. Wow. I mean, it was like super crazy. Right. Well, so like life goes on, she's happy, whatever. Seven years pass by. 
And then uh, she has her first child. And when she has her first child, she suddenly becomes very like, I don't know, it's hormones or whatever. But it becomes really worried about the, the childhood that her child is going to have. She's worried about like, is her, her son going to have the same childhood that she had growing up? Cause she had a super mm-hmm. messed up child and everything. And uh, it ends up being that like, you know, her marriage starts falling apart and she's questioning like, you know, because this marriage started from an affair, like are we doomed? All this mm-hmm. stuff's going on. And eventually she ends up listening to a podcast episode. N- nice. Not not my show, not your episode, someone else's <laughs> show. She ends up listening to a, a Christian podcast, just stumbles across it, man. Mm-hmm. A Christian podcast episode. And they have someone else sharing about how their marriage was falling apart and how God saved them. Wow. And after listening to this episode, she's like, she, she just turns and she's kind of like, she's not even sure if God's even real in the first place. And, and so she says, well, God, if you're real, I think I can make it about another year before, like, maybe I'm going to commit suicide. Like, her, you know, mentally, she's like messing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I think I can make it another year. So I'll give you a year to see if you can, like, you know, show that you're real and like save my marriage. And it's just kind of like this weird thing. And sure enough, man, over the course of a year, some crazy stuff happens. And, and, and some of the things are crazy. And some of the things are small things, just small things like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I won't give you it away, but it, it was just a really powerful story. And God does, God does show up in, in really beautiful, amazing ways. And it's just this really beautiful story. And I, again, this is a lady, she's never recorded her story in audio ever before. It's been written down, but it's never been put on tape uh like an audio form before and this is the very first time so i'm really excited that we get to share that story nice i love it i love it yeah that's super exciting bro sound like some amazing content is on the way uh we definitely uh going to put your information in the show notes so people can subscribe and and uh and check out what's coming and what you already have man it's, it's i love the concept um i love everything about it to be honest man so right here we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Undaria Algae Body Oil and Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. 
Welcome to the Smiling at the Future podcast. My name is Christy Rose, and this is my pursuit to glean practical wisdom on femininity, homemaking, finances, relationships, and singleness from the God-fearing men and women in my life. Hope you enjoy this journey with me as we learn to smile at the future. All right, we're back in here with my man, Paul. Paul, this is the side of the show we call the Bar Signature Question. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. So the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, man, I like to listen to all kinds of music. Uh, but to give you all a flavor, so I might be listening to like cinematic score music. Uh, there's a, a artist, his name is Thomas Bergerson, and he's got a new album that just came out. And he makes like cinema score. It's just really beautiful stuff. It's big orchestras and all kinds of stuff. So I like that. Um, I also like a lot of listening to dubstep. Uh, normally, so if you notice, most of the music I listen to doesn't have words because somehow I can't concentrate when there's like someone singing in the background and I'm right. kind of like thinking and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I listen to that stuff too. Uh, and then I like listening to just like, uh, you know, other probably film scores, I guess. That's probably the main answer there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like lo-fi. Lo-fi is... Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's my, my favorite because it has a hip-hop, jazzy you know mm-hmm. little groove to it so yeah, yeah. I've I become a huge fan of lo-fi so good deal man all right next signature bar question is uh what book or books are you currently reading oh dude uh i just started a book yesterday called the hype handbook by michael shine uh he's not a christian i think he's jewish uh but it's all about marketing and basically he looks at uh like terrible figures throughout history, like cult leaders and Adolf Hitler and con men and PT Barnum, all these people through history, a lot of them are unsavory, but for whatever reason, they were able to make a huge dip and convince yeah. a lot of people to believe whatever they had. And so he takes yeah. all that. He takes a look at all their things. and tries to convince it down. Like, what is it about these guys? Like, what are the strategies that they're using to build hype around, you know, their product or religion or whatever it might be? I like it. I might have to get that one. I like that. Yeah. Just, just the whole idea of, of looking at that. So, all right. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah, great question. Uh, I do listen to Ask Pastor John. Uh, my wife listens to him the more. So normally she sends me the highlights and I'll listen to the ones that she's already pre-selected. So like uh, you know, <laughs> very selective there. And then normally with podcasts, I'm sampling all the time. Like I guess as a podcast, I'm really interested in hearing what other people are creating. Um, so normally I, I subscribe to a bunch of shows, but never have the time to finish anything. Nope. Um, but I've, I've currently got like 300 hours of audio queued up in my phone that I'm supposed to listen to at some point. So, uh, <laughs> it just keeps growing and growing. So, uh, I do like listening to a lot of audio drama in podcast form. Um, and then a lot of history shows also. Um, yeah. Love it. Love it. Good deal, man. Yeah. I have that same issue with podcasts and books. They just keep growing and growing. And yeah. I, just, I figure one day when I'm old, I'll sit down and listen to all the shows and read all the books. <laughs> That's right, man. That's, hey, let me fil- flip the script on you and ask you, what, what are you listening to right now? And what are you reading? Oh, man. So like I mentioned, uh, lo-fi, usually lo-fi hip hop. Uh, you know, when I work out, definitely uh, gangster rap because um, I, I like to, you know, I, I, my running joke is when I live hard, I want people cussing at me. So <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. Uh, what I'm reading, um, what I'm, man, I don't know right now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually, 
I'm, I guess I'm in between books. I got to figure out what the next one is going to be. Um, nice. I actually had someone send me one that was really interesting um, about uh, just, you know, um, Christian life in the digital world. Let, actually, it's right here. Let me grab it. Oh. Digital uh, Domain by Jeff oh, yeah. Mengi. So, yeah, I am. Uh, I actually just interviewed him and he sent me that in the mail. So I'm excited to to dive in that to see what that's about because you know i'm definitely uh a slave to my device <laughs> yeah i hear you man i hear you yeah. i've heard right, it. i haven't read it though so. yeah 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 that's he I, it's, it's on my desk so it's it's gonna be next in line nice awesome brother well listen i appreciate you coming on paul man but it's always a pleasure to talk to you and um and 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 connect with you and and like I said, man, you just never know why we had to redo it, but we're here and uh, hopefully right, um uh it 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 does what it needs to do, man. So before we get out of here, give you an opportunity to um let everybody know where to find you, your podcast, and uh, any words of encouragement you want to leave us with. Yeah, absolutely. So our podcast, you can find us at compelledpodcast.com or by searching on your favorite podcast app for Compelled. And our next season comes out September 12th. So very soon, actually, very, very soon. And we are slamming it heavy on editing right now. So we'll be in season from September 12th until I think November 22nd. And then we'll go on break again. So, uh, and just words of encouragement for like all of those that are listening and tuning in. I just want to encourage you guys in y'all's walk that, hey, the Lord is working through your story, no matter how small or insignificant you may think you are. Remember that the Lord has already saved you from a life in hell. That is a crazy story. Amen, brother. Thank you so much. That's so true. So to the bar listeners, thank you guys for listening to the bar podcast. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday to your favorite podcast. Go to the barpodcast.com. Also on your favorite podcast catchers and go to the bargear.com if you want to pick up some bar gear. Until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.